A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome back to this World Game Changes podcast episode where today I'm joined by a lady called Clementina Carroll who is from Macedonia. Clementina, very warm welcome to you. Thank you Paul, thank you. It's so such a pleasure to be here. <laughs> and based on our off-air conversations listeners, what we thought we'd speak about today, Clementina and I, is something that's very close to our heart, every pun intended with that along the lines of love changes everything. You might remember, uh, you may not remember, I don't know, let's not assume anything, but, um, you know, from a previous or many previous episodes, listeners, um, I'm quite partial to to singing and, you know, I'm not saying I'm a good singer, I'm not alluding to that at all. Um, But I just kind of want to set the tone, Clementina, with this by saying, love Love changes everything, how we live and how we die. I think it's from Phantom of the Opera. But anyway, I just throw that in by way of a bit of vulnerability, a bit of light-heartedness, getting some energy into the uh, into our conversation. So um, <laughs> anyway, so just tell us a little bit about yourself, Clementina, and, and why you you kind of felt drawn to that that kind of topic, that conversation, that headline when we first spoke? Yes. So um, just a little bit of background. I um, originally am from Macedonia. uh, And in the past 12 years, I've been living abroad. A lot of that time was spent in Brussels, where I worked in the corporate world. Climbed the ladder pretty fast, um, was focused on achievements and really learned a lot and so grateful for that experience. But at some point, the values were just really misaligned and I really had to to make the jump and somehow circumstances were created and exactly what I wanted happened. So I moved to Asia to work on a global UN environment initiative in sustainability and um, through that journey, I was able to also move to Bali where my spiritual journey had started initially. And so pretty much what happened is like I was working in already creating my dream in another dream job. And I realized that something was missing. And that was also the time when I was able to connect the dots between the like unsustainability that we currently see and experience on the planet and traumas, fears and beliefs and how like we are very much like still influenced by our collective heritage from the past. Biologically, we're still <laughs> in in really kind of like survival mechanisms, yet our technology has advanced so much. And so that's when I realized, whoa, we have to look at the inner dimension actually. So that kind of brought me into actually fulfilling my, one of another biggest dream of mine, which was to create my own business. and. 
And I never thought that I can be an entrepreneur, you know, because of these beliefs actually that had been installed in me by the society and by, you know, insecurities that came in childhood, stories I made up as a child based on what I assumed, you know, was not good enough about me. And so I um, then created one business and then another business. And um, one of them was around sustainability. The other one was ar is around coaching. And so currently I'm very much focused and dedicated to helping people with the inner dimension. How can we transform the inner dimension so we can create a more beautiful life on the outside and like really influence the collective? Uh, because I truly believe and feel and know that each of us is a note in this like collective symphony that we're creating. And each of us has a frequency and each of us has thoughts, has a vibration, has actions we're taking, way of being that actually influences everything. So each of us is so, 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 so important. Um, and therefore I'm gonna also connect it with, with like the title Love heals everything, and I'm so keen to to talk about it more because it is so true. Like it's it's imagine the vibration of love and how beautiful that feels, right? We feel open in our hearts, we feel open in our bodies, and we can just allow for more of that through our body. Like lately, I've been very focused on the body as a way to heal, but also open up to more beauty and more abundance and more goodness in life and and being more open channel for like you know relationships kind of like not to be in my own walls you know mm. um and 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 really that's that's this ability to to tap into love to be compassionate for myself when you know things and loving when things are not going the best and i'm spiraling into some patterns maybe but also to be loving towards others because knowing that, you know, we each have our kind of like wounded self, let's say, or conditioned self and the one that's whole, complete, perfect, and, and, and um, just wants the same things as, as many other people, which is to be loved, to be seen, to be heard. And, you know, like, of course, satisfy our basic needs. So I feel like love is really, uh, one of the highest vibrations we can tap into and when we're in that vibration then everybody around us can feel it and they can also be <laughs> I'm going to use a word intoxified it's like intoxication into love and actually that's Jinky's language um, that seems to be my main gift <laughs> right. so yeah okay so wow one of the things that came through about that was when you use the word entrepreneur, because I think it's fair to say, maybe it's not, that the word entrepreneur conjures up a certain uncertainty. You know, when we, go, when we become embroiled on the path of an entrepreneur, you know, by definition, we're, we kind of got, have the faith to, to try new things. You know, we've got this... Maybe I'm being too subjective here, but this this kind of idealism of really creating something very, very, very special, but actually probably don't even know what that is. Mm -hmm. But we just know, and I think it's actually like the embodiment of love itself, because love is so powerfully influential. You know, why does it make us say, feel, and think, and do the things we do when it consumes us? Um, 
So for me, I'm interested to, you know, in this, when I, when I speak to entrepreneurs generally, and you've just flagged it up again, um, Clementina, talk about conditioning, you've just flagged it up again. There's a condition statement, isn't there? Um, around how do you, how does love play a part in, in managing the uncertainty of being an entrepreneur that, you know, I've got this feeling, I've got this knowing, I'm going down this path, but I haven't got a clue really where, where, how it's going to unfold or whatever. That takes a lot of faith, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yes. It, it, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like for me, it's made a whole lot of difference because in the past few years, I thought of quitting this journey a few times and then every single time I would come back because there was a lot of uncertainty, like I was changing. And because I'm, you know, I'm constantly in this like inner processes when I'm changing, everything in my business is changing, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, like everything is changing and nothing has worked like before. And it's kind of like, you know, I've been going through these like kind of like waves and I was like, and maybe I need to just cool off a little bit. But then I would come back into my body and come back into that kind of like practices that I do, which are kind of like to tap into, um, you could say my higher self or source energy or or whatever you want. And then I would get this feeling like, no, you're on the right path. And I was like, oh, wow, good, great. And then like I would allow more of my heart to open because there is trust. And so trust mm. is kind of like, of course we're taking risks and 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 but if there is trust then we can easier just open up to that flow and 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 open up our, our heart and continue creating you know continue being in this in this kind of like um you know purpose and whatever our calling is and and that for me i can feel it right now there is a lot of love there and a lot of care uh and one of my gifts is actually care as well like it's it's always been that like care for humanity care for other people and and so allowing that and and being on this journey has just been the most beautiful and the most challenging thing i've ever had to do but it's so worth it so worth it because i feel like it's just a journey of of a of a few lifetimes <laughs> already mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah i can relate to that absolutely relate to that do you find sometimes when you're trying to convey communicate explain this to people that sometimes people just don't get it they don't really get where you're coming from they don't i've got a clue what you're talking about do you, do you ever experience that absolutely yes i experience it a lot in my um like friends and family circle in terms of like people from you know that, that were there from the past and and they are not maybe necessarily on the spiritual kind of journey maybe they're kind of like very much in the the paradigm of like kind of like analytics and everything needs a proof and you know being a lot in 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 the mind and and not even even having space to come into the other you know into the heart and and so so i experience it a lot with with some people in my life and and some people that i meet and it's hard to speak about it and some people don't really understand it but it's also like I what I love about love is that we can still be love and we can be like, okay, do I feel at a deeper essence that this person's soul gets it kind of like, you know, and, and oftentimes it's actually true. It's, it's actually like, yes, like even if we have different kind of ways to express it and people are run by so many conditionings and their past. So, you know, 
can we have compassion for that and still be like, well, maybe we are still kind of like one the same at the values, qualities level. So that's always like really important for me. But I definitely try to steer away from explaining myself too much or debating too much mm. about it because it's just, you know, like uh, it's 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 really beautiful to speak with people who kind of like really get it and you don't have to yeah. convince so yeah. it's, uh, that's that's really what what i love <laughs> and for me what that is really is that uh, that dance that conveying that exchange of energy isn't it you know where two people or more than two people a group of people or whatever the dynamic they just get they understand because in my world what i've come to understand that words Words are very powerful. We know that words have energy. But as the deliverer of those words, we can tell lies. We can tell lies. Words can lie, depending what, you know, how we convey them, what meaning, what intent we put behind them. But for me, energy doesn't lie. Energy is the essence of communication, how we communicate, how we convey our message. Um, in, in a former in a former podcast, Clementina, we actually did a uh, an episode where we, me and the guests, we didn't speak for ten minutes. It was I think we called it the power of um, the sound of silence after the old Simon and Garfunkel record, um, and we just didn't speak, but we kind of knew, in a general sense what it was all about. There was a kind of bit of method in the madness around that because isn't it true that that we as humans offering a generalization again, um, we don't like silence. We're not comfortable with silence. We get nervous. Why have you gone quiet on me? What are you thinking? What's going through that head of yours? You know, these are kind of all natural reactions to us as humans, are they not? And, and so we did this, but there was that understanding, that knowing that because we were connected, um, you know, and this was in a world game changers context, because we were connected around, you know, the mission and the vision and the values of world game changers, we didn't really need to say anything. But as I say, the point of the exercise was to, I suppose, invite listeners in to be part of that. And what, what arose for them listening to that? listening to nothing, that beingness, if you will. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. So much power in, 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 in silence. I, mm. I love, I love silence so, so much. Um, I started loving silence when I lived in Bali and because it's so silent there in some places, of course. And, and, and when I came back to the Western world, I was like, oh my God, so much mm. noise everywhere. Yeah. I love I love silence and I think there is something profound there. Um I also use silence and meditation as part of my business meetings these days for myself every single day. Every single day I'm in meditation and speaking with myself and 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 allowing like silence as well uh, and with my collaborators. So I think it's 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 the, where the most magic happens mm. when we can really feel the connection, we can feel the subtle energies um and 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 we can really feel even the connection and and we can might see or hear something or just might just just feel on a subtle level and so that noise that we're currently into or or always into it doesn't allow us to come back to the subtle 
body. And the subtle body is where intuition is, where, where, where truth is in a way, of course, we're interpreting it and, and in, in our own way through the human body, um, through the human senses. But that's, that's how intuition speaks. It's very subtle and that's how our higher self speaks. And, and that's how we can tap into the bigger collective field. Mm. Obviously, at the top of this conversation, I kind of broke into song or attempted to break into song. And I've already made reference to, you know, the sound of silence with Simon and Garfunkel. You know, when we speak about music, uh, it's, you know, it's obviously got vibration. It's obviously got frequency and it's obviously a way of communicating emotion, thought, feeling to the listener. How does music play out in your world in, in terms of, you know, what you feel you're being called to serve your world, everything, this embodiment of love? What, does music play any part in that? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Music plays a big part because, and actually I want to tell you a short story. Um, I was in Madeira, I was living in Madeira, Portugal last year. And um, I really wanted to do something creative. Like I found my work sometimes a little bit boring, you know, like always talk about these like patterns and like, you know, like just finding them and kind of like outlining them. And I was like, no, I feel like there's something more. And I was like, and I want to create a workshop. I said, like, I want to bring something to the community here. Uh, and lots of beautiful people come there um, who want to, you know, come on board on this, like, healing expansion creation and so i invited people in this journey and i included music and for the first time in my life i felt so good about myself because i was like ah amazing i created a workshop that's finally not feeling like a little bit heavy you know because i can mm. go easily in the heavy stuff i like them but it does feel a little bit heavy so and and so i created this journey where i brought people through a musical journey where first they first we came into a circle and shared like what do we want to like let go of and what do we want to create in our lives and then we went into like the deeper layers of like what's actually there and dance with our shadows with our pain and like through that dance like and music like people had so many revelations and and also movement of the energy because we're actually music helps us to move the energy you know it's 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 like propels us into into this movement and so we really need to bring that dimension of the body so since then like a lot of my work is actually that like i yesterday just yesterday i danced on three calls <laughs> with with music most of it was with music i believe one of them was not but you know there's dancing and movement and, and breathing and and you know sighing and and that's also frequency, right? When you sigh, like it's it's also a frequency. So it's really a way to move energy in the body and to connect with ourselves and to to release and to trust the body. Like oftentimes I, I would just like bring the energy, like I just literally kind of like visualize my energy moving from the mind into the body, and then I just shaking, uh, do shaking or, or or dance to music. And then I just say, like, I trust the body will let go of what it can let go, you know, and it will move the energy. So I don't have to like figure everything out <laughs> with the mind. So yes, it does make a lot of a lot of difference in my life and my work and my creativity. 
and I do hope in the future that I can create some of it. Uh, you asked me if I, you know, uh, if if I if I sing, I, I would love to sing and use my voice. And and I do scream. <laughs> I do scream <laughs> as a way to express a healthy anger. Um, and that's beautiful. And but singing is is the next level for me where I wanna move into. <laughs> nice. Just don't challenge me in this call. <laughs> <laughs> right okay maybe that's on the next podcast episode yeah <laughs> yeah um that that's fascinating and i want to bring in this this whole thing around love because surely love i mean you know it's a simple four-letter word but the implications the meaning of it the the whole embodiment of of love is just it's beyond words isn't it you know whether we love our cat uh, you know life our job, uh, our family, whatever the dynamic is. But for me, Clementina, right at the heart of that, I always kind of liken it to a dartboard where we've got several layers. But right in the centre of that dartboard is the bullseye. And that bullseye is called self-love. Because surely without that, right at the heart of the inner in a circle, the inner energy, source, call it what you will, without that being in place, how on earth can we love the world externally if we haven't got that self-love? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I, You know, when, when you started mentioning this, I remembered of something, and I want to share this with you because it's a bit like personal but also deep and, and a bit vulnerable. You know, one of my biggest fears in the past was that I will never be able to experience real love. So I didn't know how it feels up until a few years ago. This is a true story. I, I My heart was not open, you know, to... And so, like, through actually relational dynamics and being, like, really seen and held and moving through this inner like dimensions but with also other people like seeing me and 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 welcoming me and kind of like working through these patterns as well together as just showing up as myself and and being able to open up more in in you know my feminine energy like that all changed and and so finally I'm like now like my heart is like just like bursting and I can do like heart healing and it's just so beautiful and, and I think that there is an element of that we are really protecting our hearts because we don't think we're good enough and, and that we don't want to see be seen because if we're seen, then people will reject us for, for those things that we think are not good enough or not worthy enough. And so I was, I was in that paradigm. But when something shifted, I was able to give myself also so much more love. Before that, I was able to care for myself, but I, now I feel like I can love mm -hmm. myself. Mm. And and loving myself is what makes all the difference. And I'm still on the journey and absolutely still on the journey to continue loving those parts of myself that are not fully maybe healed or not fully like ideal as, as like what I want them to be, you know. And, and, and what I do is I actually bring it back to the inner and I'm like, okay, what's happening? What's coming up? What's oh, okay. This is coming up. Like something is coming up from the past. Maybe like, I don't feel worthy enough now. I don't feel enough about, you know, like to go for this, or I feel like I'm always spiraling into this pattern. And so what I do is like, I find that part in my body and I just really give it a lot of love. 
like yes i might just do movement and and move the energy and and, and do some like you know inquiry but then what i do is i hold myself i hold that part just like a mother will hold a child pretty much holding my inner child mm -hmm. so i hold it i give it love and i'm like okay you're absolutely loved you're enough as you are you know you don't have to prove i'm always going to be there for you and so uh loving love that that's how we create the self-love and it's a journey it's 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 really a journey of loving all those parts of ourselves that we feel maybe not enough or not worthy because that's when they shift that's when they shift that's exactly when they shift because this part just wants to be seen so we just want to be accepted for that so and in the, in the current paradigm uh or like we're moving into a new paradigm but currently what people still practice is like just rejection of of the parts of us that we don't want to see or rejection of other people like judgment of other people right that's also rejecting parts in other people rejecting parts in ourselves so, so we reject ourselves as opposed to loving ourselves you know yes it's hard yes some things are not ideal, but can we still love them despite them not being like what we really want in the moment? You know, can we allow to hold both the pain and the love at the same time? Mm. So it's a, it's, a, it's a very important part of the journey. And that's why the, the title resonated with me so much, because everything is about that. Everything is about mm. that. Can we love even, you know, can we can we still be love? Can we still feel love? in the most challenging of times and even with the, some of the most challenging events because oftentimes what i find through my work and research is that people are simply traumatized and we can only help we cannot help them by rejecting them or tell it like you know saying that they're you know the doing all these like crazy acts like including war you know like people need healing we cannot just continue spiraling with rejection and fighting and 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 making people inhuman as opposed to like kind of like hey you you actually need help and i'm here to support you Some, something like that it's 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 mm. hard to talk about these topics but it's it's some of the most challenging topics in our society mm. fascinating yeah, when you were speaking there, what um, and I've quoted this quite a few times before, I think it was Tony Robbins, um, he cites around the two inherent fears that every single person on the planet, all 8 billion of us, have uh, the, the two, uh, and you've mentioned them both. One, I'm not good enough and I'll never be good enough, and two, I'll never be truly loved. And, and that brings, from I heard that for the first time a few years ago, and it sparked something within me, and I could certainly relate to it on a personal level because of my own, uh, you know, um, challenges, let's say, my own darkness from childhood. Um, but what that brings in for me, whilst also understanding the massive power of self-love, is also this, this domino effect of, and I kind of stopped short of saying codependency, but having somebody in our world to help us to understand that self-love. Because a domino can't push itself over. So if we've got somebody externally to kind of push that first domino over, 
that knock-on effect then knocks the second, third, fourth, fifth. You know, that's certainly played out in my life. So I kind of just throw that in, Clementina, to say, from my own understanding, from my own experiences, that self-love is absolutely monumental. There is no two ways about that in, in, in my world. However, I do put a, a, a slight caveat on that to say, but it's also enhanced significantly when we've got somebody in our world that's really special that helps us to push that first domino over. Then the knock-on effect becomes perpetuating and we do learn even more about self-love. It's a kind of paradox, really. Any thoughts around that kind of uh, mixed bag? What, what is the paradox there for you? Could you, could you outline that? The fact that self-love is everything, mm -hmm. but actually we need somebody to knock that first metaphoric domino over. Mm -hmm. yeah. And by that external party, be that a parent, be that a lover, be it whatever the dynamic mm -hmm. is, knocking that first domino over then really kind of accentuates the self-love within us. But mm -hmm. we kind of need that external. So it's yes. a bit of a contradiction. True, true, yeah. I mean, that's that kind of like also speaks to the aspect that we are not separate and we cannot, cannot operate as just a separate thing, you know, mm. like isolated from everything because we are relational being. Everything is relationships. Mm. I have relationship with my food, with the earth, with people. And so... The, the problem is that a lot of the societal conditionings and our inherited fears from the past are are are, are at play. Um, but you're right. Like I feel like a lot of us just need someone else to 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 be there for us in some ways and for us to be vulnerable with them and to be seen as that vulnerable human sharing all these like deepest, darkest maybe things and to still be like it's okay i mm. yes you know like that's what i do for my clients and and like i just got goosebumps because i'm i think it's the most intimate relationship you can have with with someone uh to mm. to know their deepest intimate parts where they don't feel enough where they judge themselves where where you know they feel small and whatever including some darker stuff maybe and and mm. and to see them and to be like I see you and, yeah. and it's okay and, and, and this is this is this is this is normal and it's normal how you feel based on what you've gone through um, you know mm. and and so that's what I do for my clients and I know for for a fact that 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 works because uh, people come to me with kind of like never spoken so deeply with someone intimately mm about you know what are they and, and that's what i've done I've, I've spoken the most intimate biggest fears with someone you know like a like a coach and mentor in a shadow work session and so what that brought me into is like somebody being accepting me like i accept my clients and see them and it's like okay and that in itself already removes the shame because you've already like spoken it out loud somebody has seen you in it and hasn't run away you know hasn't told you you're crazy and like mm. you know like you're definitely not good enough <laughs> so and, and then helping people to understand because we all have a part of our psyche that doesn't want to see those things and will run away because it wants to keep us safe 
So that's what that other person might also support us in doing, in, in bringing that part up safely. So we can see that we're just playing a story, but that story is so real for us. Yeah. That we end up like really experiencing exactly that. <laughs> Um, when things start changing and when we start like loving ourselves and being more present with ourselves, like um, I, I just keep on having a, this image of one of my clients. Like I remember in the beginning, she couldn't really be in her body. She was judging herself a lot and she, um, she, she thought she's way too emotional, way too much. I'm too much. And, you know, always like trying to make other people happy and fulfill their needs, you know, because that's what she did in her family. And now <laughs> her emotions are her gift. And she knows that. And she started writing books. She started writing, putting all that. When emotions come now, she's like, okay, what is this telling me? What is, how is my body feeling? And then she's making the choices, you know? So because we were able to unwrap that in a safe space and she could see her herself. So this this makes all the difference and then we can attract more of those experiences that actually we desire and can also mirror to us that we are also that that beauty that the writer you know the 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 one who has love and can be loved or uh you know the one who is meant for so much more than just working in a in a corporate job that she doesn't like or mm. you know and 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 even in in that, like maybe things can shift by just shifting ourselves and, and seeing ourselves deeper for who we truly are, which is oftentimes we are actually much more powerful and beautiful than we think we are, because all of the pain is actually a key to a gift, unlocking a gift. Mm. Um, so that's where the self-love comes, I feel. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of doing the work with someone else. Um, and, and, and if we just want to say, Whoever this person is for us, even if it's a family, what this person needs to have <laughs> is two elements, which is one is to be there for us and see us without judgment. But second, to tell us something along the lines of like, hey, even if you fail, I'll still be here and we'll still go through the journey and it's okay. You know, so to be here for you, even if you fail like with entrepreneurship, right? Like a lot of people think that what we sometimes do is a bit crazy and, you know, investing so much money in coaching or, you know, like I've invested so much money into different programs and and people thought sometimes that I'm, you know, like that's, I shouldn't do that. And, and you know, like I, like I would love that someone is there for me, even if I make a mistake and be like, okay, yeah, I know you tried your best. You're doing this because of love and you're definitely going to succeed. You know, your timing will come. This is just one mistake that you learn from or not even a mistake. So that's really important. So that's real love as well, right? Absolutely. Fascinating. Clementine, I want to thank you. I think there's a lot more mileage. I know there's a lot more mileage here, but I'd like to bring this first episode to a close. I think we've what we've done here, we've opened up we've opened up the heart, we've opened up the field for deeper and more wider conversations around this, this topic of love changes everything. You know, there's so much more we can explore. But I want to leave this first one here, and I do want to invite you back to do a second one where we can build on this foundation. And, and surprisingly, listeners, I'm, I am surprised at this, how many rabbit holes we haven't gone down. Because as you know from nearly 600 previous episodes, 
I, as the host, I'm, um, yeah, I'm quite partial to going down many different rabbit holes. I don't think we've actually done it once here. That's, that's got to be a first. That's got to be a first. <laughs> I, don't I hope know I'm not why speaking that... a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not about that. It's, <laughs> no, it's absolutely not about that. It, I don't know what it is, but uh, it's just kind of come to me. It's like, you know, because I kind of, when I start to come towards the close of an episode, I laugh about how many rabbit holes we've gone down, whether that's, you know, due to me, the guest, or and or both, which is usually the latter. But on this one, it's not been the case. It's like, okay, I'm going to reflect upon that. Um, beautiful conversation. We will continue this, Clementine, if you so desire. But... Um, I like to sometimes close out by, imagine we've just met in, say, a hotel reception and, you know, we've kind of had this conversation at the bar and then we then go in a lift, an elevator, up to the next floor. And on that next floor, as two kind of inverted commas strangers, I kind of say to you, Clementina, thank you so much for, you know, sharing your views, your thoughts, your vulnerability with me. But I'm going on, to, I'm turning left here to go down to this meeting. I think you're going right down to that meeting. We'll probably never actually see each other again. But before we depart, in 30 seconds, the time it takes this lift to get to the next level, just leave me with something that I can pass on to the world. <laughs> um, I would leave you with uh, that... I think you're doing amazing work and you need to continue that and uh, need to continue your sharing your voice. Um, and that one thing, one key that I've learned is that we always need to go into the body. So to remain in the body and to invite people in the body, that means in the presence, into the feeling of the subtle energies uh, so we can unlock this new paradigm from the inside out and co-create a more loving or loving sustainable and harmonious society thank you there you have it listeners love love changes everything we'll leave it there for the time being but watch this space but i'm going to sign off the way lovingly i'm going to sign off the way i always do by saying remember the world's changing how will you respond Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?